Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Welcome to Timber Nook Tips. Jeff Johnson here with Angela Hanscom. How are you doing, Angela? I'm doing great. I've got an, I've got another play observation story to uh, to throw at you. This one happened uh, uh, two winters ago. I'm out walking in the neighborhood and I noticed a a couple boys, probably five, six, seven years old, and they had built a catapult out of out of found objects in the front part front yard uh, i mean basically loose parts and so they taken a probably 14 inch long uh eight ten inches in diameter hunk of firewood and then they went up on the front porch of the house and grabbed the snow shovel and had set the shovel across the the log um so that it balanced so that the the scoop end of the shovel was down and the handle end was up and then in the scoop end of the shovel they put a soccer ball and then they jumped on the other end of the handle uh propelling the soccer ball across the yard so basically they built a catapult out of out of the stuff that was laying around in the front front yard. And this is this is during the winter. It must have been, I mean, there's probably 10 inches of snow on the ground and and it's a bright sunny day. And they're just delighting themselves, all bundled up, launching this ball. And and they're they they they're they're adjusting. I don't know if it's purposely or accidentally, but depending on where on the handle they they positioned it on the log, uh controlled how big of a how big of a fling the ball got and you know different different amounts of of, of of jump uh, produced different results when the ball went flying. Um, thoughts? Any kind of this? I, I love the idea of of self discovered STEM learning is kind of what I'd categorize this at. So, um, what's what? Anything like this happening in Timbernook? Yeah. Well, I think I think what um, kind of sticks out to me when you're talking about your story is that they had um, again those key ingredients. They had time time to to do that which again, a lot of kids don't have now or are not given enough of. Yeah. Um, they have the space to practice that outside. And then they had permission to use those objects, which, well, maybe had permission. <laughs> yeah. They, they right. weren't being actively uh, deterred. <laughs> right. But that, that's really the key. That's all you need is time, space, and permission to use uh, objects out there. And um, so good on their parents for allowing them to do that. They had other kids to play with too. Which sure. Is, the, and the parents again, were probably like, oh, they're outside. Thank goodness. Yeah, I know. So, and that's, that's awesome. Um, we, um, it brought to mind, we see that all the time at Timbernook. Um, obviously, because we're also like being very intentional about it. <laughs> but, yeah. um, a good example of that is we did three little pigs um, a couple months ago where we had the bales of hay, we had the bricks and sticks and the kids had the opportunity to build their own three little pig homes. But they, we also had um, decided to put out um, something random. It was like uh, milk crates. So mm -hmm. we stacked up the milk crates and we put rope on the top. We're not knowing what they were going to do with it, just placing it out there. And they also had wolf masks and wolf tails out there. Oh, good. And so we, we read, we read the story and then they had the opportunity to, um, to explore the, I'm going to say, they had the opportunity, opportunity to explore the play experience. So, 
um, what happened was a lot of the kids started building forts, but then some of them actually became wolves and developed a wolf clan. I think they might've had two wolf clans. And there was a moment where there was three or four um, children with the the mask, the wolf tails, which were too big. So they had to like sling it over their shoulders. And they went up to the tallest rock they could find and they started howling. (laughs) And um, they're like, we're the wolf clan. And then um, there was another group of children that took those milk crates and rope and started um, creating wolf traps. So they were trying to trap the the wolf clan (laughs) with their, um, and so there was, we had taken tons of video of the traps going up and down, like the milk crates would go, they'd pull on the rope and the milk crate would go higher and higher. Uh And then they would ask a child to stand there so they could lower it over. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like something that was super meaningful. It had to do with the story. Um, that was the inspiration for them. And then they just started experimenting and giving each other ideas and going, Hey, wouldn't it be great to do this? And then once a couple children did that, others saw that and they started creating their own wolf traps. So that again, more inspiration for them. I, I love the, just hearing you tell the story. I imagine the glee that was involved in, in, in this experience and, and Hey, Wolf, come here and stand <laughs> under this trap. So I can, I can gently lower this down on you and, and, and trap you. I think that's delightful. Um, and, and that compared to a situation where an adult is trying to dictate all of that learning the the stem play of the of the discovery and the experimenting with the rope and the milk crates for example it's it's much more organic i don't know if that's the right word when when the children are just just figuring it out on their own and they they have a lot more ownership of the process and and i think there's a lot of there's there's research out, out there that indicates that that kind of learning sticks in their brain better than than us as the adults trying to dump information into them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it um, because it's through play. Right. Wasn't there like a quote recently that said, like, there's a certain amount of repetitions that for a child to learn something. But when it's through play, it's a lot less. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't I don't remember it uh, verbatim. Um, and so that's a that's a big thing. And I and again, I wish I could be not I, I, I worry too much about being the weird guy in the neighborhood because I would have I would have loved to, to set up a, a chair across the street and and watch those. That's that's one of the things I miss about not having a program anymore is is I have to sneak my play observations in um, because I would have loved to see how that 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 shovel catapult evolved did they start launching other things snow or or things did they 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 bring in a bigger log so that they had a a a a different arc on the on the things Uh, how did that evolve and and over time i never saw them engaged in in that that specific play again but those kind of things they because a lot of times those things whether it's the the shovel catapult or the milk crate trap they they engage them once then they move on to other things and then they come back to that play because they it hasn't left their head and so they they take the things that are stuck and they come back and and they build on that play and expand on it at, at, at later later occasions right like actually they built a fort a couple of weeks ago same group 
And they had done something similar, but it was different. It was buckets this time. And they had buckets hanging from, and it was where they stored their treasure. <laughs> so, so they used that information, but they used a slightly different material for it. And it was for a different purpose. Uh huh. So they're, they're putting the treasure in the buckets and then yeah, so they placing had, the buckets up? There were buckets all over the place and they had treasure that they were storing so that other kids can get it. What, what were they using for treasure? Um, it was gold. Uh, it was, um, we had spray painted some rocks gold. Uh huh. Um, and then we had, I think fake coins and some fake gems because they were trying to catch a leprechaun. And so they were also creating traps were. for leprechauns. And then they had the tre- treasure as well. Hidden. Again, sounds gleeful yeah. and delightful. Yeah. So people, if you're looking at promoting STEM type learning, uh, time, interesting materials, and the space, and probably a little bit of trust to, to, to engage and figure things out. And, and there's going to be a lot of uh, science, technology, engineering, and, and math learning, as well as all the physical stuff and, um, and language development going on at, at the same time. It's a, it's a rich opportunity for learning when you combine all those ingredients. Any final thoughts? No, I think that's good. This has been Timber Nook Tips. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Timber Nook Tips. Share your questions and comments at playvolutionhq.com slash podcast slash Timber Nook. For more Angela, visit timbernook.com. For more Jeff, visit explorationsearlylearning.com. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.